Radio Mystery Theatre, in association with Rich King Productions, presents Grimmer Than Grim. Where's Herr Augustus? I need to see him immediately. You do no such thing. You'll go straight to your room and then... Ah, the little tearaway has returned. Ladislav. The name is Ladislav. Oh, Herr Augustus, you sly old devil. You never said the dwarf had a Slavic name. You cheated. Clarissa, you stupid girl. You had us worried stiff. Oh, you should have seen his house, Constanza. It was the most charming little place. Enough talk from you, young lady. You will go to your room at once. Everything in it was made to accommodate their size. They had the prettiest little chairs to sit on and a low table to eat at and ten little beds to sleep. On. They had to move three of their beds together so that I could stretch out on them for my nap. Can you imagine? Did you hear what I said? How will you dedicate the book to me, Herr Augustus? Will you call me Fraulein Clarissa Petkova or will you simply write to Clarissa? Enough is enough, Clarissa. You will go to your room right now or I will drag you there by your hair. All right, Mother, I'm going. Oh, I could strangle that child. Constanza, go to your room. I'd like to speak to Herr Augustus on his own. Uh, Yes, Mother. Well now, sir, I believe my daughter has been telling you some stories. Oh, yes. Yes, she has. And were they to your satisfaction? Well, not entirely. Not entirely? They were... Interesting stories, and I enjoyed listening to them, but... But what? They weren't... uh, authentic. Not authentic? The book I intend to write is more than just a collection of stories. It is an anthropological work about the people of the Eastern Woods. The stories should be a part of them. It should reflect their lives. Charity lived the tales. She was abandoned in the woods, just like many of the characters in the Eastern Woods folklore. A lot of the tales, in fact, were conceived to comfort people like Charity so that they could find themselves in the tales and identify themselves with the characters of these tales. And, as I said, the way she tells them, with such conviction and delight... Yes, yes, conviction and delight, you've told me. Well, I should so much like to continue interviewing her. Well, I'm afraid Charity is gone. Gone? Yes, I sent her to Panimark over. Pani Markova hasn't been feeling very well, so I sent Charity to look after her. When did this happen? I took her with me to collect Clarissa and dropped her off on our way. Well, how long will she stay there? I don't know. I think it may be a very long time. Pani Markova is very ill, you see, and she has no one else to look after her. Well, couldn't I go there and interview her? Well, uh, (laughs) I don't see why not. She lives on the other side of the woods. All you need to do is cross the deep woods to get there. Tell me when you intend to go so that I can warn the gendarmerie. The gendarmerie? Yes. The gendarmerie likes to be warned whenever someone intends to cross the woods. On account of the wolf, you see. Ah. Will you have dinner at the usual time? Dinner? Uh, Oh, yes. Yes, I, I will. Good. I shall tell Cook. That afternoon, when Frau Petkova thought I was up in my room having a nap, I looked out of the window and found confirmation for the very thing I had suspected. But how will I get there? Just get on the carriage. 
Midge and the man will take you. Now hurry up before our guest sees you. But is Panny Markover expecting me? Of course she's expecting you. Now hurry up, girl. Get on the carriage. But when will I come back? Never. Now will you get on that carriage? Never. Well, perhaps I'll pick you up again when our guest is gone. Now... Get moving, girl. I don't want Herr Augustus to see or hear you. Frau Petkova was clearly playing games with me. Good morning, Herr Augustus. I shall get Cook to bring you your breakfast straight away. Frau Petkova, can I have a word with you? Certainly. What can I do for you? Yesterday... You told me that you were taking charity to Pani Markova in the morning. Yes. Did you do that? What? Take charity to Pani Markova in the morning. Yes. Well, the thing is, you see, yesterday afternoon I was looking out of my window and I saw charity outside the guest house getting into a carriage. Yes. Well, that means you couldn't possibly have taken charity to Pani Markova in the morning because she was still here in the afternoon. She wasn't. I saw her, Frau Petkova. You can't have. She was at Pani Markova's. Frau Petkova, not only did I see charity with my own eyes, I also heard you bidding her haste because you feared that I might see her. No, no. You must have misheard. Perhaps you saw me talking to the laundry woman who looks a lot like charity. You must think I'm a child, Frau Petkova. No, not at all. I, anyway, <laughs> I'd like you to arrange a carriage to take me to Pani Markova. I shall visit charity this afternoon, after which I shall take the train and return to Vienna. You're going back already? I don't like the way I've been treated at this guest house. Why, Herr Augustus, I am surprised. I have tried so hard to make you feel welcome and to help you with your work. You have been playing games with me, Frau Petkova. I have done no such thing. You have been pushing your daughter onto me ever since I came here. And when you realised I expressed a professional interest in charity, you sabotaged my work by sending her away and lying to me about it. Furthermore, you even attempted to deceive me by asking your daughter to make up tales to tell me. <laughs> Why, Herr Augustus, what a ridiculous idea. Do you really think that I would do that? Yes, I really think you would. As soon as you have arranged a carriage for me, I shall go. I see. Well, I will arrange a carriage for you, Herr Augustus. But are you aware that Pani Markova lives in the Middle Woods? Yes, I am. You told me so yesterday. And do you think it is wise to cross the woods with the wolf still being at large? You did. Charity did. Pani Markova did. I'm sure I'll be fine. Please don't leave now, Herr Augustus. I'm sure this misunderstanding can be resolved somehow. There was no misunderstanding as far as I'm concerned. And what if I were to apologise? It would do you no good. I don't think you understand what it's like for me to live here, Herr Augustus. 
I am a sophisticated and educated woman to whom fate has been so cruel as to land me here in this inhospitable backwater. Can you blame me for trying to ensure a better future for my daughters? It is the manner in which you tried to ensure that future that I object to. Very well. Go then. Go to your charity. Go to Panny Markova. I'm sure you'll find plenty there to please you. What do you mean? <laughs> you'll see. I'll go get your carriage. Of course, I wasn't really as brave as I pretended. Cold, is it? What? Your teeth are chattering. Are they? I'm sorry. <laughs> you city gentlemen aren't used to much. I ride out in this open carriage every day of the year, no matter the weather. Do you always drive through the woods? No, not always, but often. And you're not afraid of the wolf? Oh, there's no wolves around here. No, I meant the wolf. The wolf? You know... The one that assaults people and hacks them into pieces. Nobody gets hacked into pieces around here, Her Augustus. I thought there had been a series of gruesome murders committed by a man they called the Wolf. Who told you that? Isn't it true? <laughs> well, if it was, I'd have heard of it, I assure you. I think somebody's been pulling your leg. Oh, I see. <laughs> hacked into pieces, indeed. <laughs> Uh, how much further is it to Pani Markovas? Uh, we're nearly there. Do you go this way often? Every time a city gentleman comes our way. They all want to visit Pani Markovas. Do they? What for? <laughs> what for, he asks. <laughs> well, I only intend to interview her maid. <laughs> interview her maid? Is that what you call it? You city folks have a strange way of putting things. I wouldn't know how else to put it. Here we go. That's it. That's Panny Markovas. What an odd-looking house. They call it the gingerbread house, on account of all the sweetness that can be found in there. If you know what I mean. <laughs> You'll wait for me here, won't you? I'll only be half an hour. Half an hour? <laughs> that quick? <laughs> it truly was. An amazing house, much larger than I expected. The wooden walls had been colourfully painted and red drapes hung in front of every window. Pani Markova, good morning. I hope you remember me. My name is Wolfgang Augustus. We met at Marcella Petkova's guesthouse. Ah, oh, yes. The prudish gentleman from Vienna. Well, I don't know about prudish. Perhaps we have a different sense of propriety in the city. Oh, propriety, is it? Well, there's no need for propriety at Pani Markova's. Come on in, Herr Augustus. Thank you. Well, Herr Augustus, I must admit your visit surprises me. Yes, well, I can imagine that. The reason for my visit is... Oh, I know the reason for your visit, Herr Augustus. 
All the city gentlemen find their way to Pani Markova sooner or later. Yes, so the driver told me. I don't quite understand why that is. Well, the same reason you're here. But I've come here for charity. Charity? Yes. I understand she's working for you now. There are many girls working for me, Herr Augustus. But charity, I must admit, that's an odd choice. Well, she tells wonderful stories. Oh, does she indeed? Well, I'll tell you what, Herr Augustus. I'll ask all the girls to come down and parade in front of you. You never know. You might change your mind when you see all that I have to offer. Change my mind? I don't understand. Oh, well, you soon will. Girls, we have a customer. Good Lord! Ah, I can see Herr Augustus is impressed. Those girls are barely dressed. Oh, didn't I tell you, Herr Augustus? The prettiest girls of the region work for Pani Markova. Good Lord, I never knew. Oh, I must sit down. <laughs> That's it. Just make yourself comfortable. Well, Herr Augustus, which one is it to be? I, I only wanted to speak to Charity. Oh, you're still insisting on Charity? Well, there's no arguing about taste. Charity, take this gentleman up to your room. Yes, ma'am. Come on, Herr Augustus. Follow me. This isn't really my room, you know. I sleep in a large room downstairs with all the other girls. Charity, my poor child. Are you aware of what kind of house this is? What do you mean? Do you know what they want you to do here? Well... I thought I had to look after Pani Markova, but she isn't really ill, you know. No, she isn't. And there are plenty of other girls around who could look after her, so I don't really understand why I had to come. What about the gentlemen that come and visit you? Oh, you're the only one who's come to visit me so far. But after me, there'll be more. Oh, that would be nice. No, it wouldn't. Oh, you sweet, innocent child, you really don't understand. Understand what? Oh, good Lord. How ever did I end up in this place? I wish I was back in Vienna with its cafes and theatres and... Charity, listen to me. What? I will take you back to Vienna with me. To Vienna? I have a spare room. You can sleep there and you can tell me stories in the comfort of my own house. No more of these oppressive woods and these irreputable people. There's a carriage waiting for me outside. We'll slip out of the window. Out of the window? <laughs> Whatever for? Pani Markova mustn't see us. You can jump, can't you? Out of the window? It's only about four metres. We can do it. Come here, I'll hold your hand. <laughs> Herr Augustus, you're so funny. Why do you want to jump out of the window when we can take the stairs? Why? Do you really not understand what will become of you if you stay? Why are you acting so strange? I'm not acting strange. I... I want to play a game. A game? A daring game. I'm daring you to jump. Jump? I'm not scared, you know. Well, then jump. But I don't see why. That's the game. And afterwards, you can dare me to do something else. 
Come on, we'll jump together. Come on, that's it. At the count of three. Ready? One, two, three! Herald Augustus, wait! I can't run so fast! Hurry, girl, hurry! Before she sees us! Where are we going? To the carriage, come on! I say you there! Get your horses ready, we must leave! Oh, hello! That's quicker than I thought you'd be. Didn't it go well? We're taking the girl with us. And then I want you to take us to the railway station as quickly as you can. Come on, girl, get in! Hang on, what's going on? That's it! Now go! Does Panny Markova know you're taking the girl? Come on, man! Go, go! All right, all right! I've heard of people being fond of Panny Markova's girls, but to take one home with you... I've told you before, my intentions towards the girl are perfectly honourable. Now, please stop talking. I'm cold and I'm tired. Well, don't worry, sir. We'll get you to the station straight away. Now, you want the one o'clock train, don't you? I want the first train out of here. That doesn't give us much time. The station's not far, is it? Well, the horses are tired and the road isn't very good after the rains we've been having. But we'll make it, won't we? I need to get out of this place as quickly as I can. Yeah, I can understand that. Paddy Markova is sure to go straight to the gendarmerie. And when they catch you for abducting that girl... I told you my intentions. Yeah, yeah, your intentions are purely honourable. I'll tell you what, I know a shortcut. We'll have to leave the path and head through the woods. Through the woods? Will the horses be able to take us through the woods? Oh, I've done it before. Don't worry, the horses are used to it. Wait, wait. Mind your heads, here comes a branch. Good Lord. I say, are you sure we'll get to the station this way? We seem to be going deeper and deeper into the woods. Don't worry. Don't worry. What are you doing? Uh, The horses are tired. We're going to take a little break. A break? But what about the train? Never mind the train. What do you mean, never mind the train? Who are you calling? Uh, My brother. Your brother? What's going on? Uh, My brother wants to meet you. Meet me? What for? You'll see. But what about the train? You promised to get me to the station on time. Oh, you won't be needing the train after Boris has finished with you. What on earth do you mean? There he is. Hello, Boris. Look what I've got for you. I saw a strange and monstrous-looking man come crawling out of the bushes. He stumbled slowly towards us his bottom lip hanging out, and a bewildered look in his eyes. Look, it's another city, Jen Boris. And a girl. <laughs> what a big head he's got. <laughs> and what a big belly. <laughs> What's going on? What do you want from us? Oh, we just want to play, don't we, Boris? <laughs> If you're planning on robbing us, well then, here's my wallet. You're welcome to it. Now, please, take us to the station. Oh, don't worry. We'll get you to the station on time. We'll get you there in pieces, but 
<laughs> we'll get you there on time. <laughs> Boris? What's wrong? Are you feeling lightheaded again? Oh, Boris, have you been bending over too long again? How many times have I told you the blood rushes to your head if you stay bent over too long? Oh, you better lie down, Boris, or you'll fall. Don't worry about them, Boris. I'll get you a new victim tomorrow. Well, what are you two still doing here? Go away. Can't you see Boris is unwell? He won't be playing with you today. Come on, Charity. Let's go quickly before he recovers. And that's how we managed to escape the wolf's clutches. Charity and I had missed the train, of course, but we were able to follow the tracks of the carriage back to the road. And so, on the 30th of October, 1883, Charity and I headed back to Vienna. Are you all right over there? You haven't stopped gazing out of the window since we left. It's almost as if we're flying. Yes, it is, rather. I bet you we'll be there in no time. Oh, I'm afraid we're still very far from Vienna. But we'll get there soon enough, don't you worry. I had gone to the eastern woods to collect folk tales, but came back a week later empty-handed. The only tales I had to tell were those of my own experiences with dwarfs, ugly sisters, jealous mothers, innocent maidens locked up in the attic, predatory hags living in gingerbread houses, and dangerous wolves in the forest. But alas, these tales had already been written about by Jacob and Wilhelm. My only hope lay in charity. Now gazing wide-eyed at the passing scenery, it would be intriguing to find out just what kind of fairy tales this fairy tale character would tell. In Grimmer Than Grim, Aubrey Parsons was Wolfgang Augustus. Tanya Rich was Marcella Petkova. Bob Lawrence was Ladislav Krumliev, the driver and the wolf. Alexia Sharalambos was Clarissa Petkova. Alicia King was Constanza Petkova. Nikki Patrick was Charity. And Lorraine Kamenou was Penny Markova. Grimmer Than Grim was written by Oliver Bossman and directed by Alicia King and Tanya Rich. Audio Mystery Theatre is free to listen to, but not free to make. If you want to show your appreciation, why not buy us a cup of virtual coffee? Go to ko-fi.com slash audio mystery theatre.